What's up, guys? Welcome back to Bariatric Confessions Podcast with your girl, Zipporah. So today, I want to talk about stall versus stuck. Okay, so here's the big question. How are bariatric people who want to build consistency, who work out, and who live a healthier lifestyle, how do we build long-term success and not regain weight post weight loss surgery? That is the question. And this podcast is dedicated to figuring out the answer. Hi, my name is Zipporah and welcome to the Bariatric Confessions podcast. So I had this um, thought a couple days ago um, because I've been at the same weight, 225, like fluctuating between 225, 226 for, um, I don't know, it feels, it's been a couple of months, um, and I haven't really, like, ventured so, like, past 225 too much, maybe I hit 224, 223, but not long enough to just, like, say that's my actual weight, so it dawned on me one day, I was like, am I stalled, or am I stuck, and I'm saying uh, a stall, like I don't really believe in stalls after a certain point, like I've never did after I had surgery um, and come to like understand things. So, um, but everybody, you know, in the, in the bariatric community say, oh, you're stalled, you're stalled. So I was like, okay, maybe it's a real thing. But here's why I never like, I never took it to heart after a certain point in like on this journey. So after you have bariatric surgery, some people, I know I did, it's like your weight uh, hit the pause button. And no matter what you do, you it just seemed like you were just not losing weight. And you were like, man, it's been a couple weeks and the scale has not moved. And, you know, people say, oh, you know, check your inches, you know, measurements, see if you lost inches, you know, things like that. And that's probably the case. Um, and if you're like, you know, the first like three months after surgery, that's probably why, um, because your body is adjusting and you go from the pre-op phase of like not (laughs) eating anything all the way to, you know, you know, the liver shrinking, um, diet or whatever it's called all the way to after surgery and you still not eating or drinking anything for like the first month or so. And then gradually you're introducing food back into your, your, your system. At this point, it's like between four to six weeks after surgery. And now, you know, um, your body is eating regular or trying to, you're eating regularly. So I get that. That's a shock. And that um, your body's like, hold up, now we got calories and stuff instead of just, you know, clear protein <laughs> or, or, or or broth. <laughs> but um, I give you that. I'll even push it out to six months just, you know, as a grace thing. But like after six months, I feel like it's more of a um, of a stuck thing because uh, like I said, I've been at the same weight for a few months and um it's definitely a stuck thing because and like 
it's not it's not a stall because I think if I like um so here's why I think it's more of a stall a, a stuck so here's why I think it's more of I'm a I'm stuck not um in a stall because um I don't I don't work out as much as I should um I'm trying to get over this mental thing about going to the gym so I do my workouts in my house but I'm not consistent with it it's cold as crap um in the morning so I don't walk anymore so that's you know my excuse it's a good one because it's like 20 degrees but still I mean, you know, people still work out in the cold. I'm just not, I guess, that dedicated, to be perfectly honest, um, to freeze my behind off for to go for a walk. But that doesn't mean I can't do other things, get up and do other things. So um, I think if I increase my um, activity, I, I think I will lose the weight um, at a quicker speed. I also don't think that I did... Um, I also don't think I did enough in my first year to establish good habits. You know, like there was no guidance from your doctor, from my doctor. Um, there, there was no guidance. He just said, lose the weight. He said, lose the weight. And, um, you know, when I would see him every couple of months, you know, I want you to be here. And, uh, the very last time I saw him, he said, can you go back to the gym? And I said, no, because I have no one to watch my kids. It was in the summer. And I said, I'm not paying for them to um, go to the gym. That's it's expensive. And I, was, I also was not working. I had, my income had dried up from my, um, from my business, from my, my business. So it, it was just a rough, you know, time. So no, I'm not paying for them to go to the gym. I did things with my kids, but like I said, I think if I was more consistent with it, then I would be, um, my weight would fall off. So that's why I said, is it stalled or is it stuck? And the answer is, it's, it's stuck. Um, it's stuck in the sense of like, and I know the words are pretty you know, similar in definition, but it's stuck in the sense of like, it's not a stall because your body is adjusting and things of that nature. I think it's a stall because... I'm not doing, you know, what I need to do in order to get the weight off. So, you know, the first year of surgery, you, you'll lose weight rapidly because, you know, um, your metabolism, metabolism is higher. You only got, you know, so much of your stomach left. You're only eating a little bit um, at a time. So, yeah, the weight is going to, like, melt off of you. But as you get closer to your year and then over your year, the, the rapid weight slows down, which is fine. So now it's like you really have to rely on you um, to push yourself. And I think that's where discipline comes in. And I don't I just don't think I did enough in the first year to establish good habits. So that way discipline could kick in, if that makes sense. So, I mean, if you're listening to this, just, you know, and you're like under a year, take a take the word, you know, my advice and really um, strive to be. um to establish good habits and you're within that first 12 months after surgery. So that way you could like, you won't be like stuck like me now, like you'll, you'll rely on um, discipline to get you um, to the gym or do, or eat right instead of like, you know, whatever motivation and looking for other outlets or what have you. But um, I definitely think it's a difference between stall and stuck. 
And um, I don't think um, a stall lasts forever. Uh, I take, yes, I take my multivitamins. <clears throat> I actually drink a lot of water now because um, it took a very long time, but I can I have a 40 ounce um, water bottle. I can drink that in a day. Whereas before I could not, I drink on average about one and a half. So I get my 64 ounces in, maybe more on a good day, but um, I still feel like I'm dehydrated, but everybody's, I feel like everybody's always on the verge of dehydration at some point or whatever. But, um, but I drink my water. Um, I don't really drink anything else except coffee, obviously. Occasionally tea um, with honey no sugar because I, I don't I choose not to add sugar to anything or purchase sugar um, I try to keep it far away from me um, but yeah um, I, I drink my water I take my multivitamin take all my other vitamins and I definitely think it's a, a stuck thing um, like I told you all before I have a problem with um, nighttime eating or binge eating at night and um, Sometimes it's okay. Sometimes it's not, you know, um, sometimes I feel like myself going into this wave of, I don't really want anything. Um, oh, and I stop myself right now. I'm working on like not eating past nine o'clock, not for any other health reasons or anything like that, just because I want to cut off the eating at some point. And the reason why I chose nine o'clock is my kids go to bed between eight and eight thirty. Me and my husband, we have a routine. You know, we like spending time with each other. We, you know, we sometimes we have protein yogurt or um, whatever, popcorn, um, the Tostitos chips. He'll eat that mostly like, you know, and so, um, you know, we have our routine. So nine o'clock, that's it. You know, so I eat um, my, my, my snack after dinner and um, nine o'clock, I cut it off. So that way I'm not eating, you know, 10, 11 o'clock because, you know, we're staying up a little later sometimes, you know, or especially on the weekends, we stay up sometimes till midnight. I don't want to be eating, you know, at midnight, you know, because at that point I should be in a bed. I'm, I'm choosing to stay up so I don't need to stuff my face full of stuff. But anyway, so I'm working. I'm stopping. I do a stop at nine o'clock. Um, it hasn't been a perfect you know, thing because I've been doing it for about two or three weeks. So but. You know, I remind myself, you know, not to eat after nine o'clock just so I can like um, give myself a break <laughs> and, um, you know, just trying to establish good habits. And I noticed that when I go to bed, like my stomach is in my back, like that's how far down it sinks. And I just think that's so funny. But um, but I just know that if I if I actually work out more then. um the weight, I think the weight will come off. And so me and my husband, we, 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 we might get these things. It's called a walking pad. And um, so that way we're, because neither one of us wants to walk in, in the freezing cold. So um, these walking pads are very small. Um, and we're small enough to get, you know, to actually use it. And, you know, we were like, we can walk on it while we're watching TV or you can do it while you're working. You know, if you like, especially if you have like a standing desk or something where you can raise your laptop or, you know, like that way it, it removes the excuse. And if you remove the excuse of it's cold outside 
and you have something else and you still have an excuse, then you, the problem is you. So that's how I like that's what that's what we determine. Like if we be like, oh, well, we have these walking pads, but we still not doing what we need to do. Then we're the problem, you know. So um, but but um, I, I really want to hit my goal weight by my birthday because this would be the second year that I said that and I have not done it. Um, so I need to increase my activity. And, um, I I actually have an appointment with my, with my nutritionist today. So I'm going to talk to her about finding like a bariatric therapist just so I can, um, help myself even further. Um, just in case it's a mental thing too. Um, especially with the binge eating though, I, I do want help with, um, you know, coming away from that. Um, I might even talk to my doctor about, um, I think it's called Manjaro or something like that. Um, some people, uh, after having bariatric surgery, they get on like some type of like weight loss medication to help them with the last bit. Um, I, I've been thinking about it, looking, doing a little bit of research on it. So I just want to get down to that goal weight. I don't want to be too anything. I actually said to my sister-in-law, one of my sister-in-laws, um, I said something to her and I was like, yeah, cause I'm still at 225. And she's like, you're 225. And she was like, you don't look like it. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, it's all in my butt and my thighs. <laughs> it really is though. It like primarily, it really, it really is though. It's my butt and my thighs. But, um, but I am taller than her. So like a couple inches taller than her. So that, that helps stretch things out. But, um, I, I don't want to be too anything. So I, I definitely know I am stuck. I'm not stalled. Like this is not a pause. This is this this feels more like a stop. And that's what I mean when I say stuck. Like this and I haven't stopped. It's just like I'm not doing enough to push the needle. So it's more of a stop. Because I can get on the scale right now and I guarantee you it will say either 225 or 226, the same numbers that it said um for the last few months. And I, I definitely know it's more of a stop, not a pause. Not my body is adjusting type thing. It's it's you're not doing enough to move the needle and like um, because people say, oh, you look so much smaller. You look smaller. You look smaller. Every time I see you look different. I don't know why they say that, because to me, I look in the mirror, I look the same. (laughs) But um, I took my measurements and, you know, they have gone down a little bit, but not like I said, not too, too much. It is the lower half of my body that that contains um, most of the weight that I need to drop. So, I mean, if you're on this journey, just, you know, you got to think, you know, you, you got to be honest with yourself and um, determine if you're either stalled or stuck. And, um, you know, you know what you, you know, you have an idea of what you need to do um, in order to drop the weight. I know I need to get some type of um, like a a, a routine, a better routine. And so that way I can um, be like, just be consistent or be disciplined enough to just do it. And then um, with, with discipline brings consistency. And I, I don't know why I have such a difficult time with, with discipline, like, you know, myself, or like showing up for myself versus, you know, showing up for everybody else. Like, I don't like people to see me in a different, in a, a negative light, you know, like, oh, um, well, let's say if I was this person, oh, well, you know, Zippor, she she's never going to show up. She 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 shows up to nothing. Like, I like to be that person that people are like, oh, you know, let's act reliable. I like to be that reliable, for, especially for my family, specifically for my family, that reliable individual. 
even though it's taxing on me sometimes. But I don't know why I don't have those same type of expectations for myself or those same um, feelings for myself. You, you see what I'm saying? So um, I, I don't I don't know. I think maybe this these last like 45 pounds is tied into all of that. And um, I'm willing to explore it because like I have I have six months to drop the last 45 pounds, which is plenty of time. It really is. And um, I don't know if I should get a trainer. I don't want to because it's expensive and we have other things going on that we want to handle first. So that's why I'm like, um, I have to kind of like rely on myself. Um, but that's also not working. Um, so, um, but if you're, if you're in the same place as I am, just think, you know, think to yourself, like, am I stalled or am I stuck? Is this a pause or does this feel like a pause or, or, or stop? Not that you stop on your journey, just like, you know, you, you're not, you haven't done enough or you aren't currently doing enough to move the needle, which makes you stop. Like, I feel like I'm in maintenance mode, you know? Um, but I'm not in maintenance mode because I'm not, I don't want to be too something. If I was like 190, I'd probably be like, okay, the last 10 pounds can come off whenever it comes off, but I'm not, I'm still too something. So I'm not content with being at this weight. So I, maybe I helped you guys just, you know, think about it, stall or stuck. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, Make sure you take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram, TikTok, or even in my Facebook group and let me know what you liked about this episode. Oh, and please, please rate and review my podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Don't forget to come back tomorrow for another episode of Bariatric Confessions. I hope you have a very successful day.